Welcome to Christian Concepts, a weekly show in which I hold thoughtful discussions about Christianity, its concepts, and misconceptions. I'm your host, Hajj, and today we're going to talk about fate. Fate sounds a lot like the word faith. However, they're completely different things. When I'm speaking about fate, I'm speaking about destiny and things of that nature. Not necessarily faith, what you believe in, but destiny as far as things being set into stone, what will happen in the future. So growing up, I'd often hear people say things like, what is meant to be will be. Now, I want to ask you, is that a Christian concept? Well, that's exactly what we're going to see in the Bible. What does the Bible say about those things? So when I was younger, a young lady and I were clearly on very different paths in life. While we were parting ways, she said to me, well, if it is meant to be, it will be. Now, if that was a Hollywood movie, I'm sure the silence would have been broken by violins or something of that nature. You know, something really dramatic, some dramatic music to play. However, I interrupted that scene with some dialogue. I said, you know, I don't believe that is true. That's exactly what I responded. Now, she responded with, well, if God wants us together, we will be. Although I was not Christian at the time, I believe this argument was very flawed for many reasons. Let's see what the Bible actually says about the issue. Now, there is a great debate in Christianity and the world as a whole. Do we have free will as human beings? And I believe throughout the Bible, it clearly shows that we have free will. We have choices to make. And it's not just me, even people in the Bible, such as Joshua, if you read Joshua 24, verse 15, he says the same thing. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were of the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." So in this passage right here, Joshua is clearly identifying the fact that the people have a choice to make. Which God are they going to serve? And this lines up with the Ten Commandments when God actually tells the people to serve no other gods besides him. Now, if people had no choice, the commandment itself in this passage would actually make no sense. It would be irrelevant. There would be no point into uh, God speaking those words or even setting it in stone, literally, uh, in the commandments given to Moses. So it clearly identifies the fact that there is a choice to be made. Now, people will even say that, you know, Adam and Eve, all the way back to the Garden of Eden, had to make that choice. But I disagree. That choice was given onto them because although the tree of good and evil was put into the center of the garden, they did not have to eat of it. That is why the serpent had to beguile Eve and trick her into eating of it. And same thing goes with uh, Noah giving a choice, uh, the children of Israel, both the Old Testament and the New Testament, constantly giving choices. What will they do? Will they follow God? Will they obey his commandments? Will they put their faith in him? Or will they do what they feel like doing? And, you know, all throughout the Bible, all the commandments, all the uh, scriptures uh, and the epistles even, uh, even in the church age that we're, we're, we're in right now, we can constantly see there is a lot of choice simply by the word if. If you count how many times it appears in the uh, j- just the Bible itself, numerous times throughout the Bible, you will see if-then statements. Now, an if-then statement, as we know, is like a logical uh, condition. If, if you're into computers or mathematics or logics or uh, philosophy or anything like that, you know an if-then statement, a conditional statement is uh, something that 
has a cause and effect. If something A happens, then the result is B. And this is definitely the case in the Bible, because if you look even as early as Exodus 19, verse 5, Now therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. And that is God speaking to the children of Israel. And all throughout the Bible, as we can see, there's a lot of if-then statements, meaning if man does X, the result that God will bestow on them is Y. So constantly throughout the Bible, God makes many propositions, many proposals, many conditional statements, and it's all dependent on the choice being made, even in the New Testament. And again, there's countless examples, but I just want to give one example in the Old Testament, one example in the New Testament to show that there is, uh, it's consistent throughout the Bible. Romans 10, verse 9, if you confess and believe, you shall be saved. There is the if statement, and then there is the result statement. You know, uh, just constantly throughout, right? You will always see different times where Jesus says it, God says it, the apostles say it, uh, just various prophets will say it, just countless times, showing that if the people respond favorably to what God says, they will receive blessings. So no one is forced to serve God. No one is forced to confess and put their faith in Jesus Christ. However, when they do those things, they will keep the covenant. They will be a treasure. They will receive salvation and so forth and whatnot. And there, like I said, there are countless examples of this throughout the Bible. These are just two, right? So there is definitely consequences for our actions. Fate and destiny are something that really removes a lot of personal responsibility. And I like to think of, you know, especially my fellow 80s babies love to wash our hands of our failures. You know, we just blame everything on, well, it wasn't meant to be. And, you know, that is not always the case. Yes, there are certain things that God sets into stone, but we'll get to that later. However, generally speaking, most times people are removing personal responsibility for their choices and the consequences that were a result of those choices when they're saying, oh, it wasn't meant to be or so forth. Maybe uh, that individual didn't put in enough effort. Maybe they didn't put in the hours needed to uh, become better at their craft, whatever it is. And as a result, they didn't succeed to the level that they were hoping for. And they will say, oh, well, it wasn't meant to be. Now, if you clearly believe that everything that should be will be, every uh, result, every endpoint that we reach, that was the way it was supposed to be. If you really, truly believe that, then you waste a lot of time by thinking because at the end of the day, you're saying no matter what you do, you will end up in the same exact place as God had uh, already uh, set in stone because that was what was meant to be. Now, do you truly believe that? Or should I say, people that say that, do they really believe that? I personally don't think so. Because we put a lot of thought and we have a lot of stress and anxiety over the future and all these different things. So I don't really believe anyone, even if they're saying that, oh, if it's meant to be, it should be, it will be, really believes that. Now, there is a great difference between God having foreknowledge, knowing exactly what's going to happen in the future, and negating our free will. Now, using that same reference, like I said, you know, I'm an 80s babies. I'm going to bring up two 80s movies, uh, Back to the Future and The Terminator, right? <laughs> Both these movies where uh, people go back into time and try to change the result of the future. Now, 
these people that are coming from the future, they have the foreknowledge of what happens tomorrow. They, they have the foreknowledge of what happens down the line. However, the people that are in the past still have the, the, the choice to either believe the warnings and whatnot or continue on the path that they are. And that is a lot of uh, God being absent of time, which is a totally different subject in itself. He knows the past, present, and future. That does not mean he is interfering with, say, who will win the Super Bowl or the Olympic gold medal this year for the uh, 100 meters or anything like that, right? It simply means he knows the beginning, the present. He knows the, the, the future. He knows everything that there is to know, right? But that fact does not negate that we have free will. And I like to give the example of, you know, I was always a huge football fan. I played high school football, college football and everything. And I really wanted to go to the University of Miami and play in the NFL and just have this wonderful career. Well, it didn't happen that way. First of all, I will say at the time Miami was at its peak and they were just producing first round draft picks. And, and I'm looking at the size and the weight of these guys. And I was like, wow, these guys are a hundred pounds more than I am. Three, four, five, six inches taller, and they run just as fast. That is absolutely crazy, right? Well, here's the thing. I did not know until I got into college, first of all, and I'm playing at a smaller school that we put on so much weight by our training and all these different things. And if I had stuck to my route, went to a bigger school and whatever, eventually I would have got to that size and all these different things. But why am I going to all this stuff about football and all this? Now, it is very easy for me to say, oh, it wasn't meant to me. Uh, it wasn't meant to be for me to be a professional football player. It was meant for me to be a, uh, a Christian podcaster right now releasing this episode, right? No. However, I will take full responsibility in saying that because I doubted my own abilities, I'm looking at all these university superstars that looked like, you know, they were ready to be the Avengers in some uh, comic book or something, right? And I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, oh, wow, even though I was big and I was a star in my local high school and everything, I did not measure up to those guys. So it was my own self-doubt why I went to a smaller school and went a completely different route and literally abandoned my dream. Now, I can easily blame God and say, yes, he knew that was a path and so forth and just put all responsibility on fate. However, I don't believe that is true. Simply because, again, all these, the proof that is in the Bible, the examples of, you know, Adam and Eve were meant to stay in the Garden of Eden. We're supposed to live in paradise and just have a jolly good time. But they made a choice that has affected not only them, but everyone else. And likewise, when I make choices or you make choices or anyone makes choices, those choices have consequences. That's where the if and then statements come into play. If you do one thing, then something else will happen in result. Now, what's this whole thing about predestination? Now, predestination is one of the hottest topics in Christianity. And, um, uh, you know, the, the word is in the Bible. For example, in Romans 8, verse 30, Ephesians 1, verse 3, the debate is over what exactly does that mean as far as what is being predestined. Is God handpicking who is going to heaven and hell? Is he uh, hand-selecting who are the chosen ones that he will save and who will be damned? Or is it that God is predestinating a certain consequence for a choice made? 
Now, as far as when a prophecy is made, such as the birth of Jesus, now, I believe that is immutable, right? Once God prophesied that uh, Jesus would have been born from a virgin, from the tribe, uh, or from the lineage of David, excuse me, from the tribe of Judah, and so forth, those things were going to happen. Whether or not Mary was willing to conceive that child, another person from that uh, tribe would have, right? Mary was the chosen vessel. However, she had the choice. Just as Joseph had to be spoken to by an angel, so did she. What if they decided, no, this is not what we want, right? Does that mean Jesus would not have been born? No, I truly believe that God would have found another vessel to bring forth Jesus. Just as when Noah had the choice of building the ark, he did not have to build the ark. And if he didn't, someone else truly would have. Because in that case, God predestined the outcome. He predestined that a Messiah would be born from that tribe and so forth, fitting all those characteristics. And it was going to happen in that route. However, the individuals involved have their own choice. A flood is coming that was predestined. However, Noah had the choice to build the ark. It was predestined that a great nation would have been built from Abraham's seed as promised uh, beforehand. However, Moses had the choice to lead his people out of Egypt and into the promised land, right? But if Moses rejected that, did not want to do that, I truly believe that God would have found another messenger to go deliver it, that, that message to Pharaoh and lead the people out. Now, what makes me say that? Just countless, countless, countless uh, examples throughout the Bible. But if you just read through, uh, generally speaking, when God has a prophecy or something, uh, as we know that the return of Jesus and all these different things that we look to in the future, those things are going to happen. Just as no man could have uh, prevented the, the birth of Jesus, I believe no man can prevent the return of Jesus. Now, as far as what role we play, as far as spreading the gospel and all those different things, we have a choice to make. Are we going to partake in this or whatnot? But at the end of the day, it is a choice. No matter what, yes, God will do his will, but we have the choice to partake in that. Now, as far as predestination goes when it comes to salvation, right, how does that fit into salvation by faith? Uh, Based on the scripture, especially if you look at 2 Peter 3, 9, God is not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. That truly tells me that he does not want anyone to be damned, right? He wants all people to come to him and be saved. Therefore, the predestination that takes place, I believe it is based upon the choice of receiving Jesus by faith, right? The if then, if thou shalt believe and confess, right? Then thou shalt be saved. Well, that is the predestination. That's what I believe, right? Based on what I'm reading in the passages and how this all lines up, how can God give us free will? And how can God have predestined certain things and have his His will, have uh, prophecies that we know will be fulfilled? Well, it's by giving individuals the choice. However, if one man or one person, one woman will not uh, uh, partake in that, well, God will find someone else to do it. But remember, like I said, God is not limited to time as we see past, present, and future, right? God sees what is, right? He knows what is going to happen. So again, that does not restrict free will. That does not uh, mitigate the fact that we have choices and our choices bear certain consequences. It simply means God already knows how it's going to play out. So in conclusion, we are not robots on autopilot. We are not victims of fate. And I truly believe that the Bible clearly teaches that we have free will. However, 
it will never overpower God's will. For example, like I said, no one could have prevented the birth of Jesus. No one can prevent the return of Jesus. No one can prevent the kingdom of heaven being established. However, everyone has a choice as whether or not they will partake in it, whether or not they will serve Jesus, serve the Lord, be a part of that kingdom. That is an individual choice. And that is why we share the gospel, we spread the gospel, and we do all those things. Because at the end of the day, each individual has to make their own choice. I mean, we covered a lot of ground very quickly, so I hope that was very clear. But if you have any questions, uh, please feel free to reach out to me. Contact me and one of the Biblegum Media links that are in the show notes, whether it be on Instagram, Twitter, wherever it is. Uh, you know, I really appreciate any feedback that you give me. I look forward to hearing from you. And of course, until next time, later. <laughs>